Welcome into the you Artillery the Podcast, you have been the one for and me. we are sad. Hollow, much, so much hollow. sadness. Wow. Yeah. Very. Crying. It's Jordan so here hollow. with Warren. Not like it matters. So Doesn't matter at all. Jackets didn't show up for the playoffs, so why should we show up for our podcast? You would think the Jackets were Austin Wilson because they didn't show up. Yeah, or Ben Con. Ben Con. Two of our guys didn't show up for our, our season-ending podcast, which is, you know, whatever. You know, it is what it is with those yeah. guys. You know, they just don't care, but it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, Jackets, we – obviously, you are, everybody already knows it already happened. <laughs> if, if not, <laughs> you've been living under a rock. Don't know how you find out through a podcast. <sighs> yeah, Jackets uh, started off 2-0 and against the old Washington Capitals – it's great. First series of the playoffs. Great. Two wins on the road. Great. Going into Columbus. Great. They essentially had home ice advantage after getting <laughs> two wins in Washington. And what do they do? They just they piss it all away. Shot, shot the bad. Literally. Is that what a choke job is right there? I thought it was blow. <laughs> well, that too. No. That too. Don't Yeah, not to get confused with blow job. Yeah, Jackets lost uh, to the Caps. Uh, lost four straight games. Uh, it's it's interesting. We're you know we're not one for stats on this podcast because we really don't like that crowd because they're annoying. But uh, you know here's here's a fancy stat for you. That's uh, If you win the first two games in a series, you eighty eight percent of the time. You'll win the series. It's like pretty much, yeah, 88, 89%. You'll win the series. And Jackets didn't do that. They're like, oh, hold my beer. Yeah, (laughs) hold my beer. (sighs) And their beer we held. Because. And drank. You had record crowds at Nationwide Arena wanting to blow the roof off of that place, wanting to just go get hammered after a game because they won. Not to erase the memory of them losing. And they blew, they blew it. Three times. Three times at home. But, you know what? It is what it is. And, uh, you know, I think I have some thoughts on the series. Oh, I know. I have some thoughts. I, I have, I jotted them down last night. I have a whole page of thoughts. So just bear with me if you're listening. Warren, feel free to chime in. If you're driving, I hope you're buckled. <sighs> so buckle up, baby. Um so much. My a couple of my biggest takeaways of this series was number one, how undisciplined this team played. 
And granted, the officiating at points was pretty shitty. Officiating for the whole playoffs. The whole series. Just, not just the series, the whole playoffs. The whole playoffs. just dreadful. Yeah. And including very much so this series with the Cavs. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm not one to be a sore loser and blame the referees on a game. No. And, you know, I, I will try to win gracefully on or, or lose gracefully, sorry. Um, I don't want to sit there. I mean, I played sports for 18 years, and if you if you blame the officials at the end of a game, you are a sore loser. Yeah, it just makes you look bad. It makes you look bad. But there were calls, and it can go on both sides, that were very questionable, and non-calls for that matter. There were many no—the no, no uh, the refs swallowed their whistle sometimes. But that's not to say that the Jackets just played so undisciplined. I did the math, and— they're, let's see here, they played, I think, 68 minutes total in six games, a man down. That's over a game that they played a man down. It's a game, pretty much a game and a half a period. Yeah. Granted, they went to overtime a couple times, but... Yeah, don't care. Yeah, they they played, the first game alone, they had 21 minutes they sat in the box. <sighs> That's a period. And even if the officials are kind of calling the game shitty, maybe just try to adjust to their officiating. If they're going to call 14 slashes in a game, maybe try to avoid slashing somebody. Yep. Or attempting to, or even if it looks like a slash, just maybe try to avoid it just to appease the referee. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to call a, a game one way, quit doing the fucking thing you're doing. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. <sighs> um, so, yeah, I just think undisciplined play. It got a little better as the series went on, but we started off just terrible. So bad. And, you know, uh, then the undisciplined play led to our 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 power ki- our power play, uh, or what do you call it, the PK unit, sorry. And they were, they allowed a goal, one in three chances of Washington was on the power play. Yep. Which is not good. Yeah, and the majority of the time Washington scored was when they were on the power play, and we gave them that opportunity. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It it just hurts. It does. You know, we we gave them the opportunity, and if your PK is not going to be that great, then you know, if they're going to be on the power play for 21 minutes in one game, I mean, you're not going to win a hockey game. But at least our power play was good, right? No, oh. it wasn't. Oh, that's wasn't right. good at all. Our no. matter of fact, our power play sucked. <laughs> Absolutely sucked. The last seventeen power play opportunities we had. Guess how many goals we scored, Warren? Do you have any idea? Seventeen. The last seventeen power play opportunities the Jackets had in the playoffs. How many goals were scored during that time? Three. Three? No. Zero. Oh. Yeah, zero goals. You're not in the playoffs, having a power play is a huge thing. Because the teams are so good. Just ask the capital. Yeah. The teams are so good, and if you can get a man advantage in the playoffs, you have to capitalize on that. Yep. And the Jackets did not do that. 0 and seventeen on their last seventeen power play opportunities. You will not win a game if you cannot score on your power play. Plain and simple. And I, d- I don't think 
when going into the playoffs, I know like Torch was talking about, you're going to have growers in the playoffs. You're going to have people that shrink. And I can honestly say with 100% certainty that I don't think any of our players no one grew. really grew. Nobody stood out to me during the playoffs. You can go to, well, what about Panarin? Well, I mean, Panarin was great in the first couple games, and Washington just shut him down. And that's no fault to Panarin. He still did good things away from the puck, but, you know, towards the end of the series, we really didn't see him on the score sheet. Nope. And in my opinion, I don't think anybody really grew. Nope. And in the playoffs, you know, that's your moment to really establish yourself as a player. Mm-hmm. That's your moment to shine. That's your moment to step up. That's what you have played 82 hockey games for. And, you know, nobody really rose to the occasion on the Jackets team. I don't know. And uh, then there's there's another thing I want to touch on, and that is kind of our expectation as a franchise. Um, and even Felino talked about it. I tweeted it the other day and got hella mad retweets on it. Mm. 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 Did I retweet it from the artillery too? Yes, but do I care? No. Uh but it's just kind of the expectation of us as a franchise. I'm so tired of us, you know, after we get bounced in the first round, which we have now the past, what, three out of four years or something like that, where fans just, they they tweet, oh, good good season, we'll get them next year. Good season, we're a young bunch, bunch we'll learn from this, we'll get them next year. No. I'm, I'm t- so tired of that mentality as a franchise and as a, as a fan base. I think... We're now to the point in this franchise where we're, this core group of guys need to be held to a higher standard of the playoffs is not enough for us. We need to get past the, the first round. We need to start doing things. Yeah, I think, I think and I'm still kind of iffy on this, but I think last year was the last year that we had the right to say that. Yeah. And I still think kind of didn't, but... This year, there there's no reason for us to lose how we did and then turn around and say, well, <laughs> we, g- we gave it a shot. Like we were talking about at the beginning of this podcast whenever we first started. Just be like, I'm just glad to be playing with these guys. It was yeah. just fun to play against them. Yeah. That that mentality has has to go. Gotta go. You, we Like I said, this this core group of guys, even Nick Foligno touched on it uh, in, his, in his interview yesterday. Um, the exit interviews said, you know, we're, you're with this core group of guys. You don't know how long you're going to be with them. And we have a great core locked down for a couple of years mm-hmm. and you got to take advantage of it now. Yep. You know, you can't, can't beat around the bush and, and not execute on something. And, you know, this franchise 10 years ago, if we just made it into the playoffs, I think this city would be happy. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. We don't need to do anything further. Yeah. Five years ago, probably we all be happy. And like you said last year, we made it in the playoffs. That's great. This year, no. That you have to do more than just make it in the playoffs. And yeah. and I want Columbus fans to not be happy with a regular season eighty two games where we did okay. We mm-hmm. still didn't do that great. We just it took us eighty one games to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, we so making it into the playoffs is not enough for me personally anymore. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to you know, advance past the first series, which now 
with Vegas and Winnipeg winning their series this year, we're the only franchise in the National Hockey League who has not won a playoff series. How does that make you feel, Fifth Liners? I'd be a little pissed off now. I just want Seattle to become a team now <laughs> yeah. so we can have that taken away. Seriously. Just, it, yeah. I I was, I will say this, and you can call me whatever you want to call me. You can tweet me your thoughts. Batch. After the Jackets game, game six at Nationwide Arena, uh, the players kind of skated around the ice for a second. They did a little stick tap to the fans, and all the CBJ fans started chanting CBJ. Mm-hmm. And I will say, as soon as that happened, I looked to my friend JT and I said, hell no, I am not chanting CBJ. <laughs> and I put my rally t- towel down, put the little free T-shirt they gave me, I put it on, on my seat, walked right out of the arena. Granted, listen, I know you guys put in a shit ton of effort and, you know, you grinded it out and you tr- you tried to get that playoff series win for us, but it didn't sit right with me that, you know, all these fans are just chanting CBJ. Am I wrong? Am I in the wrong there? I'm kind of mixed on it. I, w- I just wasn't happy. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and applaud something that I just don't agree with. I think... I think if anything, if us walk, if if we walk out of that arena in silence, I think that would stick with the Jackets fan or Jackets players more than anything than us cheering them for losing in the first round. Mm. You think Pittsburgh fans cheer their team if they lose, they get bounced in the first round? Probably not. But I don't know. Tweet me your thoughts. I really want to know at the Artillery Pod or wherever at the CBJ Artillery. Am I in the wrong for not cheering for the Jackets after they? got bounced in the first round is it wrong of me to expect something better as a fan and I'm, I'm not diminishing you know their what they've done I mean yeah did they put in a lot of work this season absolutely but that's not enough for me anymore I expect more from this franchise yeah I don't know I'm kind of on the fence on either side so yeah let me know what to think? Let us know your thoughts. We would like to know. Um. So, with, at the end of this season, I mean, it has ended. There is quite a bit of decision to be made on players. Um, there are some restricted free agents, some unrestricted free agents. Um, Boone Jenner, Oliver Borkstrand, Ryan Murray. Our restricted free agents, unrestricted. We got Calvert, Vanek, Latestu, Johnson, Cole. Um, <clears throat> I guess I want to have your thought, Warren, and I'll chime in too. Do you think this is the? I'll go one by one. Do you think this is the last time we have seen Brandon Dubinsky in a jacket sweater? This is the last year. No. 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 He'll be back. He'll be back. Okay. I mean. The thing with Doobie is his contract is not up, so he will. He has, I think, three more years Two, left. Three, yeah. So it'd have to be a trade or a buyout, which I don't think we'd buy him out. Somebody would, we could probably get something for him. Yeah. Um. So you think we're not going to trade him? We're going to keep. We're going to hold on to him. I think we'll hold on. I I I tend to agree. I don't. Yeah. I just don't think Doobie is going anywhere. I think he can assert a new role with this team. Yeah. Um, you know, when he first came in, he was one of the guys that came in with Johnson, kind of that, that era. Johnson um, and him, uh, kind of that core group of guys that 
initially turned around this team or helped point this team in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so given that he has time on his contract, I think if he asserts a new role, not so much a leadership role anymore, but a new role, I think I could see him sticking around for another year or two. Mm-hmm. I could see him possibly being maybe trade bait at the end of, you know, maybe next season. It could be. Um, before the trade deadline. So, yeah, I kind of I agree with you there. All right, let's go on. Matt Calvert, is he a Blue Jacket next season? No. 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 Um, If he – at the end of the season, he may – like, Torch could have been like, no, we got to make sure we keep him. But then after that interview <laughs> – Yeah, I mean, Torch did compare him <laughs> to a toilet seat. But here's my thing about that. I don't, I don't that think there was any harm in that. I think he was just – Torch was looking for an example. Yeah to describe his season, and he was just saying he was up and down like a toilet seat. And then, yeah, Matt Calvert fired his own shot back, like, well, if my ice time was up, maybe I wouldn't be up and down like a toilet seat, or that was my only time, that was my only thing up and down was my ice time. I don't know. I just don't see him going or staying. I I don't either. I think we've seen Matt Calvert for the last time as a jacket. Um, He did a fantastic job in the playoffs, and I think Wilson needs to swallow his – pride for a second although i think he did tweet out a tweet saying uh you know pr- stick tap to you mac calvert whatever i don't know what he said okay he can suck it. um but let's be real here we have talked about on the podcast before in my opinion and i know wilson's opinion i'm sure warren you may share this too there's no offensive upside to having matt calvert nope. i think i think fans pretty much know that you listening He's a grinder. You know, his role is definitely not to produce a crap ton of goals. And I guess when he's your leading goal scorer in the playoffs, which is that's kind of sad. But with that said, I just don't think there's any advantage to having Matt Calvert back on this team next year. I think that's a role that can be filled by somebody else. Good number. As sad as it says, but. Oh, well. That's the name of the game. That's professional sports. Sometimes you got to cut ties, and yeah, I just I don't think Calvert is gonna fit the mold of this team going forward. Nope. Um. So another restricted free agent, Boone Jenner is Boone back. Yes. Yeah. 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 Boone's back. I thought I don't think he's going anywhere. I was just trying to think if we could get like something out of him, if the black jackets could be thinking that way. But I don't, I don't think, think so. Happen. Boone's back. I mean, he has a he has an an A on his sweater for a reason. Um, I think Boone Jenner is essentially Matt Calvert with a little bit of offensive upside. Yeah, that's his role. And I, yeah, I think Boone definitely sticks around. There's no sense, in, I think, in getting rid of him. I know a lot of people have thoughts on Boone and that he's pretty much useless, uh, has no ability whatsoever. But then there's also the flip side. A lot of people love Boone. And I'm kind of a guy that's right in the middle. I can see both arguments, but at the same time, I think he is a great hockey player who can provide some some grit and something that we need. He was actually showing emotion on the ice, which is something that I didn't see from half our bench during the playoffs. Yep. So I can appreciate that. Um, so a guy that was pretty much invisible in the playoffs, Oliver Borkstrand, will he be back next next season? He's a restricted free agent this year. I don't think so. 
I liked him. I, I disagree like with you. I don't think he'll be. I think Bork will definitely be back. I don't see why not. He was invisible in the playoffs. There were moments throughout the season where, you know, you were just kind of like, where the hell are you, Bork? But at the same time, he did kind of creep his way up into the points. Oh, yeah. Kind of like an Alexander Winberg almost in the sense that you didn't notice him, but he still was he was racking up assists and got some goals on there. So I think he's back. I don't think that's any question. Um, but you could be right. I don't know. So I think someone can see his potential in him and make an offer for him. And we'll be like, eh, why not? Yeah. I mean, don't rule it out for sure. But uh, next guy. This is a guy that I've saw a lot of hate tweets directed towards during the playoffs. People kind of want him to, want him to go. Ryan Murray, defenseman. Ryan Murray, will he be back as a Blue Jacket? His contract is up. I'm very indifferent on whether he's here or not because I just don't see him playing a steady season, like in terms of health. And he is notorious for just always being hurt. That is a fact, and I'm pretty sure he was dangled out there during the trade season. Yeah. Um, I think considering Jack Johnson is definitely, in my opinion, not going to be back with us next year. I think he, we have seen Jack didn't even play in the playoffs. I think we've seen him for the last time in the Union Blue. Yeah. I think the Jackets – Try to re-sign Murray, or re-sign Murray. He's a restricted free agent, so yeah. um, I think he'll be back, no question. Given that Johnson will not be back, so I mean, you got to have, you know, you can't just not re-sign him and not really have a plan. Granted, I'm sure you aren't wrong. They already have a plan. They already know what they're probably going to be doing. But I think Murray's back since Johnson probably will not be back. Yeah, and that leads into Ian Cole. Another defenseman. He better not go. God, I hope he doesn't go. I don't want him to go. I liked him a lot. You gotta, we gotta keep the lumberjackets together. <laughs> they gotta stay. They can't, they can't split up. And and Ian Cole, uh, he sent out a tweet today. Let me pull it up. This tweet had me very concerned, very worried. Yeah, I, I, it was weird. To read. <sighs> the way he worded it. Thank you to the Blue Jackets staff teammates and fans who made the last few months of this season a very special time. I really wish we could have done more with our opportunity in the postseason for you all. Hashtag Lumberjacket. That to me is the tweet of a man who already has a plan and that plan is now returning to the Blue Jackets. That's how I read it. Or we could be reading into it too much. Maybe we are reading it in. a genuine thank you to everybody. Yeah. Which that's what I hope it is. I hope that is too. I think, I mean, Ian Cole seemed to really love his brief stint here. Um, I hope I'm reading too much into it, but Ian Cole is a guy that I we I would love to have on this team. He's a reliable defenseman. Him and Savard on that pairing together, I think did a phenom- do a phenomenal job. Yeah, not bad. So, you know, I. Unless he has plans of going somewhere already in his mind, and he you know he's already out the door, better not. I think Yarmo, JD, those guys. I think they'll definitely make at least make an offer. Yeah, 
Because that would just, in my opinion, that'd be stupid not even to make an offer. I think they will make an offer for Ian Cole. Yeah. Um. So next guy, unrestricted free agent, we got Mark Letestu. Is he back with the Jackets? Here's my two cents. Go ahead. I think we sign him to a one-year contract. I think it'll just be a year-by-year basis. I think we he's he's moving to Columbus. He's building a house in Dublin. He's already built his house in Dublin. I think there's no harm in putting him on the fourth line. I think he's a reliable veteran guy. That's why we brought him in during the trade deadline. So I think it's just a year-to-year basis contract for Latestu. Yeah, I see that too. I agree. Just a play-it-by-year kind of thing. Yeah. Because like you said, he's not just the team, but committed to Columbus. Yeah. And maybe this will be like his last season before he's like, all right, this was fun, but I'm all moved up here. It's just... Yeah, and I I don't know how much time he even has left in the National Hockey League, honestly. But I do – I could see him for sure signing a one-year deal with the team, nothing crazy, and then maybe, you know, it goes into another another year yeah. after that. But All right, then we have the slow man himself. But somehow did manage to have – quite a few goals with us in the regular season mm-hmm. didn't really shine too much in the postseason uh in the words of warren vanek 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 yes uh do we think vanek comes back as a blue jacket he is a unrestricted free agent no i think someone else is going to make an offer for him that though he will prefer over the jackets yeah i don't uh he had a very he snuck up on us. I mean, he had, I think, eight goals and, like, nine assists or something in the 20-some games he was with us in the regular season. Um, that's great offensive production in the short amount of time he was with us. Moving forward, I don't think he really fits the identity of the Jackets. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't think he – I don't even think the Jackets make an offer for him, unfortunately. I think he'd do well with us, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't think he'll – I don't think he'll stick around. So, yeah, I think we got Calvert. I think he's on the outs. Vanek's on the out. Johnson's on the out. Ryan Murray will be with us. Cole's going to get hopefully signed. Borkshan's back. Jenner's back. Boom. Hot takes. Take it. Take it or leave it, baby. Wow, it's hot. Man, we're getting kind of like in depth on this podcast. This is like this is the most this we've is ever fancy. No, not really fancy. Is I this intellectual? I, no, not at all. Is this deep? Deep, yes. Okay, we'll go with deep. I like it. All right, we're gonna get social. Warren, have you uh, picked up that tweet yet? Is it just the artillery pod? Yep. Okay. Yes, I do. I think that we had quite a few responses there. Yeah, good bit. Um, just pick you out some tweets and let's read them here. First one, I mean, let's bring it over. Good old faithful Hannah Griffith at got underscore Griff. Not a question, but just wanted to say how great your podcast tweets and fancy stats have been. Truly going to miss listening to your voices every week. It was a disappointing end to an exciting season. True. 
True that. And it stings now, but I can't wait for next season. Hashtag is it October yet? Yep. And as we replied to her, thank you. And we'll still be doing a handful of podcasts. We will there. be. Maybe it relates to hockey. Maybe we'll just be drunk and say, <laughs> hey, let's talk about life. I foresee a lot of drunk podcasts over the summer for I sure. Think, yeah. Like date. Oh, man. Absolutely. Date drink. Oh, I can't wait to do that always. Yeah. It's going to be fun. There's nothing better than day drinking. There really isn't. I look forward to it. We'll just we'll be doing a podcast by the pool, do day some drinking. Mamosas. Oh, absolutely. Sundays. <laughs> Can't go worse. Than All last about time. it. All about it. Just this whole podcast is we're not our usual selves today. This whole and, and I mean, granted it's like four days past the jackets actually lost, but you know, we are you know, we're just we're we're kinda of still a little depressed about it. We thought for sure being up two oh in a series we'd come we'd be having a a more fun podcast after we won a series, but it's all right. We'll, we'll we'll read your depressing tweets. Just fire away here. What do we got? We got Nyan Patel at Nyan PTL99, the guy with the signs. We should start hashtag LOL jackets, to be honest, because the best way to deal with crippling depression and <laughs> angst is obviously smiling through the pain. Smiling through the pain. I've, I'm, I'm cool with that. So we might. We'll toss in some lols. I like his uh, avatar. Yeah, I do. He has like the it. Michael Jordan crying face wrapped in the uh, Blue Jackets logo. Fantastic. I might steal that. Uh, yeah, so if you want to, you know, deal with your crippling depression, start using the hashtag LOLJackets and just, you know, tweet your thoughts. Yeah. I'm totally down for it. See, so I'll read the second part of this, guys, uh, from Sam Pedro Capetillo. At underscore Rambo, yo, underscore. Because, you know, why not? Um, which trade line or trade deadline ad will stay or go? So we touched on some. Yeah. So We did. Uh, so I think... Vanek, eh. I think Vanek is gone without even an offer from the team. Yeah. I think Cole... I think it's 50-50. I think we're going to give Ian Cole an offer, but I, don't, I just don't know if he's going to take it or not. Because like, you know... Ian Cole is going to get a shit ton of offers from other teams. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty much going to be for him, just pick your poison. Where where do you want to go? I mean, you said you loved us. I know. So you said you loved us. How much? So I think it's only fair that you come back, but whatever. Um, So Cole, I think, is 50-50. The Jackets actually make an offer. I think I'm pretty – I want to say I'm 90% sure that Latestu will come back like on a one-year contract. I don't see anything too crazy with him. So, yeah, those three guys, I think Vanek, he goes, no offer. Cole, 50-50. He'll get, he'll get an offer, but it's just a matter of will he want to stay with Columbus. And Latestu, I'm, I'm going to just say a one-year deal for him. Yeah. Boom. Touch it back. There you go. Boom, boom. Skirt. All right. Adam Collins at a Coolins 24-25. Um, it was an interesting roller coaster season. Very disappointing end, though. I'm tired of saying next year. Amen, brother. Preach. Mm-hmm. I hope they fix their PP and get some good players in the off season. Also, are y'all doing the podcast in the off season when there's news? Just curious, winky face. Uh, Adam, yes, we are. Probably do the podcast a couple times a month. Um, nothing too crazy. Like I said, we'll probably just be drunk the entire time. The best. Which is totally fine with us. Yep. Um, yeah, very disappointing end of the season, no question. Uh, I, too, am tired of hearing next year or 
we're a young team, we'll get them next year, or all oh, great season, we'll get them next year. Okay, well, now we're turning into the Cleveland Browns here, the factory of sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tired of, yeah, I'm tired of it. Um, the PP does need fixed, and I saw a lot of people calling for, uh, is there Larson on the PP? Yep, that's going to be our next, the next thing I wanted to touch um, on. Just yeah, you just you can't go 0-17 on the power play in the playoffs. The, you're playing extremely talented teams in the playoffs. Just, it's so competitive to even get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And once you get there, you're playing the best of the best. And when you go on the power play, you have to take advantage of that. I'm not saying you got you can you score 17 times, score four out of the 17 times, and it's a whole other series. Um, so yeah, I mean the Capitals capitalized, no pun intended, on. <laughs> their power play in a big way, and that's what gave them ultimately the, the series series win. So, yeah, I think uh, the, the power play, I don't know what the hell they need to do. If they need to fire Larson, move on from him, or just, you know, we don't have the right players doing the right things. So, yeah, we need, we need some type of improvement there, and it needs to be fixed cuz we can't we can't roll in the next year and have the same ass the same dumbass power play where we're you know we're dead last in the league bingo and i think looking into Brad Larson and what he's still doing outside of the power play is huge cuz got so inconsistent yeah. so bad i mean just as much as management's going to look at players they do need to look at coaches yep and i don't get me wrong tortorella needs to stay there's oh, yeah. no way in hell I want him gone. I love Torts. I think he's the right job, the right coach for this job. But you know, if you're our power play coach and that's your that's your main responsibility, and we're going over for 17 in the playoffs, and we're dead last in, in the league during the regular season, we might need to reevaluate something. I don't know if that means firing you or trying to maybe add additional pieces that could help you. But it definitely so, needs work done. Yep. Um, last thing, unless you see something on my end. Um, comes from PJ at TLR9P. Says, how will we hand John Taveras a blank check and get him to Columbus? <laughs> I am not aware of this. <sighs> I'm not either. I don't think Tavares would come to Columbus. Um, the biggest issue we have there is we have to hand a blank check to our Timmy Panarin here <laughs> next year. We have our priorities. We right got now. priorities. I think I'd rather have a Panarin than a Tavares, honestly. But don't get me wrong, Tavares is a hell of a hockey player, and I'd yeah. love to have him on the Blue Jackets. But, uh, yeah, we, we got some things we have to work out as a franchise. I don't think bringing Tavares in here is a a option. I, I just, for me personally, it's so hard to say what's going to happen in the off season. And what we can do and what we won't do. Just making guesses because who knows. Yeah. Like you said, other than management, other than Yarmo, I don't know. They they might know. Yeah. and It's tough. It is. And I, I, I hate to speculate because then nine times out of ten we're always all wrong on this podcast. So, you know, yeah. we look like idiots. Uh, another guy in here, uh, Anderson's Artillery. Uh, he's mentioned that you know Panarin was not 100% by the end of the series. Yeah, there were – I know he was playing with an injury, and Wierenski played with an injury for – The whole season. Pretty much the whole season, and he still was an incredible defenseman for us. 
Um, but in the playoffs, you could really start to see that these guys were slowing down. Yeah, you could see the wear and tear. Um, it really wasn't too noticeable in the regular season, but then again, like I said, when you're when you move on to the playoffs, you're playing the best of the best, and when you're paired with the same team for every other day, you know you start you really start to see some of these guys slow down. And I don't think I feel like Panarin's injury really didn't bother him too much. I just think the Capitals played him differently yeah. after like game two. Yeah, they pegged him. They they did, and and sadly enough for us, we didn't really have any other player that wanted to step up. We had the players, but they didn't do nothing. They didn't do a damn thing. I mean, when when Calvert is the guy that steps up for you, okay. after you have so many offensive weapons, well, okay, take that back. We don't have so many offensive weapons. We have a decent amount. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I feel like his injury didn't really affect his play necessarily, but. I think the Caps just, you know, kind of shut him down. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. But, hey, there's always next year. Oh, shut right? up. Right? Am I right? Man, we are depressing this podcast. I know. We're going to have to make sure we have, like, happy music to start out. And we to don't. Finish. I already made the open. You're, okay, yeah. It's, it's James Blunt. Goodbye, my lover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Michael Goodbye, Scott. my lover. <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. You have like been the one. You have been the one for me. This one is like a 30-second clip. Oh, it's but long, too. No, it's... no, 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 on The Office. Oh. He just oh, yeah, like yeah, The Office clip. one. So yeah. he just kept replaying <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, that was... <laughs> then he would repeat, yeah. I love it. Michael Scott, what a guy. Great guy. Uh, Yeah, for those of you that now, now you all know, we add all of our sound effects and intros and outros after the podcast. It's yep. called editing. So Warren didn't know that. But now you know. What? No, I was saying we were going to add it. You added it before. I already have it made. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Super depressing. So we got the end the podcast on a fun note. So if you want to pick the song now in your head, let me know. Okay. All right. Let's end this sucker. Um, I want to say... Personally, to the little boomers out there, thank you for listening because you have made this a record year for us as the artillery. Mm-hmm. Um, not only socially, uh, socially we hit record highs, uh, 25 million, 25 million impressions on Twitter this year for the artillery, which is a lot of people. Yeah, and like a 20% jump from... Previous year? Yeah. Huge spike. Uh, 25 million impressions. I think we had 20,000 people mention us this year. That's a lot. That's that's a lot of tweets that people tag us in. So if we don't ever acknowledge your tweet, just know that we probably read it, but there's a lot of people tagging us and stuff. So just thank you for that. Um, I also want to say, for you know, from like 2014, 2016, I was on a podcast uh, on bluejackets.com. Really wasn't feeling it. Thought it kind of lacked some things, and so I talked to Warren, Austin, Ben. I said, "Hey, let's let's start an artillery podcast where we you know we can be ourselves, banter, drink, cuss, yeah. do all the things that guys are doing when they're being dudes. Guys being dudes." And uh, so we started this podcast, and you know, it's, it's it was something that was brand new for us, 
as a group. Yeah. And I feel like we collectively started to mesh together. And, you know, the first couple podcasts were probably rough. So if you little boomers stuck it out, we appreciate it. It took the whole season for <laughs> it us took to the whole get season. the volume. This is episode out. 30. Yeah, it took us 15, 16 episodes to figure out how to even adjust the volume. But I got it. But yeah. So we, we thank you for sticking with us, getting to know us. Um, now we're get we you know we were getting a couple hundred downloads a week the first couple weeks and then it now it's morphed into you know we're getting thousands of downloads weekly which is dope. Swag. How thousands of people want to listen to our voices I don't know still. <laughs> no. But they do. I, I like well, you. I I I understand why they want to hear me. I like that. Cause I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, but to the people that walk up at us. That the games yell at us from across the hallway, scream artillery as we're walking down the hall. You make us feel very special, mm-hmm. and thank you. Hell, last I I remember, I feel like it's probably like week five or six of us actually starting the podcast. Me and you walked into Blaze Pizza, yeah, and the guy making our pizza at Blaze was like, "Oh, I love you guys' podcast." We were, we were so taken back by what? like, "What?" <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say? Oh, okay. it was hilarious. So we got little boomers everywhere. So. For you guys all listening, thank you for making this a great year for us personally. Um, and I know I can speak on behalf of Austin, even though he didn't show up. Yeah. Or Ben. Yeah. But whatever. whatever. Me and you have been the duo. Bingo. Getting it done. Come carrying on, it. Come on now. Come on now. But, hey, uh, yep. Come on. Oh, high there five? We yeah. Slap there we the go. Butts. Slap at the bass. But yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah. Warren, do you have any closing thoughts? You about, you about said it. Did I, mean, I say it? I mean, yeah, again. Thanks, little boomers. This ain't, I mean, we're not, obviously not done. Yeah, we're not done. We're just, you know, this is our, our first season, our first podcast season in the books. And, uh, it's going to be random, random things coming up. Yeah. We'll shoot out to you until the new season. Pretty much. Buy our, buy our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have some extra playoff t shirts left. <laughs> Go to lampapparel.com slash the CBJ Artillery. Yeah, actually, yeah, it is very. I think because we kept we kept selling out of all of our shirts during the playoffs. Like they every time Dude. lamp lamp would bring in like fifty new shirts every day, and like by the time like I walked in to grab one for me personally, they'd be gone yeah. again. Yep. And uh, I think we got like our last box of shipments in like during Game Six, <laughs> and now there's like you know forty shirts sitting inside Lamp Apparel that say Five Line Strong. So if you wanted yeah. a commemorative shirt. That says Five Line Strong 2018 Playoffs on the shirt. Skirt. We got some left for you. So uh, go to lampparel.com slash CBJ Artillery and get, go ahead and get you some. And we got tons of other shirts. We do. Got lots of other shirts. Our whole collection is pretty hype. Is that what the kids say? Hype. Light. Lit. Hype. Hyped. Hype. Hipped. I don't know. Johnny yeah. Grinder, our intern, I, I, I tasked him with putting together phrases that all the young people say now. Yeah. And he said, say hype a lot. It's it's a thing. Stan is. Oh, a that thing. that's that's hype. Stan. Stan. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what it means. Stan. Yeah. Like I stan that. That's stupid. I stan this. I say Gucci I a lot. Oh, I say that. That's Gucci swag. or Gucci. bet swag. How do you spell Gucci? G U C C I. G O O C H Y. Damn it! I thought I had it right the whole time. Dangus. Whatever. All right, we're done here. <laughs> On that note. Thanks, Little Boomers, for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our first season of our podcast. But like we said, we'll be back. Uh, if you have not yet, hit that subscribe button. Woo! Also, leave a five-star review on 
iTunes and tell us that you love us. We will pick out. Oh yeah, yeah, we will. The winners. Yeah, we still haven't done that. We'll do the, that. The, play, the playoffs just made us too <laughs> melancholy to like look. We're at too depressed. But reviews. yeah, next podcast we will announce some winners for uh, our 69th review competition, <laughs> and uh, we'll pick out our favorite favorite comments. We'll get we'll ship you out some merch, no doubt. Until maybe next week or the week after, the week after that. I don't know when we're going to do this again. Sometime, baby. Sometime in the summer or sometime. We'll probably, like I said, once or twice a month. We'll be doing uh, We'll see you next time, little boomers. We love you. Swag. Ben. Cheers. Gucci. Let's get lost tonight. You could be my black Kate Moss tonight. Play secretary on the ball tonight. And you don't give a what they all say, right? Awesome. The Christian and Christian Dior. Damn, they don't make them like this anymore. I ask this, I'm not sure. Do anybody make real s anymore? Bow in the presence of greatness. Cause right now, that has forsaken us. You should be honored by my lateness. That I would even show up to this place. So go ahead, go nuts, go ace. Especially in my pastel on my page. Act like you can't tell who made this new gospel. Homie, take six and take this. Haters.